New software comes out every minute. But how often does a new metal spring into action? My next guest found a way to produce a miracle metal in quantities large enough to build an airplane with shape-shifting wings. For this potentially revolutionary work, he's a finalist in this year's Service to America Medals program. Otman Benefan is a materials research engineer at NASA Glenn Research Center, and he joins me now. Dr. Benefan, good to have you on. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Tell us more about this alloy. Actually, the alloy was developed back in the 1960s in the Naval Ordnance Lab. At that time, these materials were not used for aviation, per se, but what we come at NASA is we take these uh, materials, we change it, or we develop a new one that can actually uh, do functions in an airplane. Uh, shape memory alloys, the name, comes, uh, the, the name that we use in the industry is shape memory alloys. It has that word memory into it. So it's basically a piece of metal uh, that remembers a shape. Uh, if you want to think about it as having a, a, a geometry in the cold and having a different geometry in a hot state, and it can go back and forth by simply applying heat and removing heat. Now, when you apply such metal in places like uh, wings or other sections of the aircraft, by applying a, a cold temperature and a hot temperature, you can have wings that adapt, uh, sections of the aircraft that move, and that way you can uh, uh, target uh, efficient uh, aircraft, efficient components on an, uh, on aviation. Because there have been airplanes with folding wings, but they're big mechanical structures that probably are heavy and don't really lend themselves to use while in flight. Would that be correct to say? Absolutely. If you look at uh, the push in the last uh, decade or so to go into lighter aviation, go into greener, go into an electric or hydroelectric aviations. All that comes into effect when you have the conventional methods to uh, move wing sections or move components on an aircraft. Uh, typically, we use uh, uh, what's available methods. They tend to be sometimes bulky, uh, heavy, and that means something to the end number of the aircraft. Shape memory alloys really can be the solution for uh, the light uh, components, the compact, the lower footprints, shape memory alloys, think about it as a piece of metal uh, that you heat and cool and it can move. It can be used as a motor. So you can really package it in tiny places. You can take advantage of the lightweight of these materials to allow you to move sections that, not the ones that you can move today, but it can enable you to move sections of the aircraft with its wings or tails or other places that you couldn't do before, just simply because things didn't fit. Well, now, with this new materials in a new form, they can fit, and they can really give you uh, the benefits uh, uh, in some areas. And if heating and cooling is what causes the shape change, how do you apply the heat, and then how do you cool it off in time to be able to do what you want to do in an operational situation? Yep. Some places might come at a, at a penalty, and when I say a penalty, it could be that you need to carry power, uh, like batteries or other sources to heat it, and then you have to route, for example, air to cool the metal. But uh, the neat uh, area of shape memory L is sometimes these temperatures fluctuation or the environment changes itself can do the trick. Uh, for example, imagine an aircraft uh, in the tarmac at some temperature X. When it takes off and goes to cruise, the temperatures get really cold. And what if you can create a material that responds to that temperature, that matches that thermal profile? So in, in reality, the energy is free. You just take an off from an airport, 
go in a cruise condition at 30,000 feet. It's very cold out there. So you can have this metal react to these temperature changes and do some function. So the, in, in a way, it's 100% efficient because you're not putting any power. Other places, obviously, you have to be able to command this to do functions, and, and, and that when you have to carry, for example, a battery or some other source of, of heat to cool and heat the metal. We're speaking with Dr. Atman Benefan, materials research engineer at NASA Glenn Research Center and a finalist in this year's Service to America Metals program. And you were able to f- figure out a way to produce these alloys in a big enough quantity so that you've tested this on a something flying. Tell us more about that. Our biggest drive here at NASA Glenn is not just to study the material in a, uh, a, in a small scale and a lab scale. Uh, what we start off to do is be able to create the material in large batches, uh, produce it and process it such that it's functional, that provides you the, 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 the functionalities that you want from a shape memory alloys, but also something that can be produced commercially, something that you can scale up. Uh, scaling, I mean anywhere from uh, producing the metal itself to producing the components and the integration part of it. So our strength here has been in the last 10 years is uh, how do we go about uh, uh, scaling up a small material that we just created from scratch in the lab to something that is in the big quantities and be able to test it in flight. Uh, recently, we also completed a number of different flight tests that we showed feasibility of these materials being used in, in, in wing sections, in fact. Uh, we tested that on drones. We tested that on some military aircraft as well. And we can show that the scale-up process, the tools that we developed to be able to scale the material, the tools that we developed that show you how to use these materials and how to integrate them, uh, actually they, sh- they show very uh, uh, much feasible in the, in the arena of aeronautics. So that gives us a lot of hope that we can uh, uh, start looking into more uh, uh, niche areas that you can really reap the benefits at maximum. Like I mentioned, some of it could be the environmental changes as a function of temperatures and install or integrate shape memory alloys in, the, in future aviation, future aircraft. And what are these metals, by the way? Is it some form of aluminum or, I mean, what's it actually made of? These materials, the mostly the ones that we work with, are a mixture of nickel and titanium. That's the base mixture. And what we do here at NASA Glenn is we add more elements to it, like, uh, for example, we add hafnium, uh, we add uh, zirconium and other elements from the periodic table to tune. So really the secret here or really the, the, the recipe is to tune these materials using the elements to match a very specific thermal profile, whether you are flying from uh, uh, an airport to 30,000 feet or you're flying into the moon orbit or somewhere far going to Mars. It all has very characteristic thermal profile. So what we do is we take a nickel-titanium base system and we alloy it with adding more elements to match specifically the exact thermal profile we're looking for. And that's the strength of our group here at NASA Glenn is uh, coming up with recipes, uh, uh, if you will, to be able to tune such a thing uh, to function where you want. So we mix all these elements together, uh, we ramp up temperature, we heat them up, and then we pour them into molds to create rods or create plates or depend on what the application might be. Uh, once you pour this metal, doesn't mean necessarily it's going to be a shape memory alloy. 
there's a lot of processing that goes after melting the alloy, uh, which is heat treatments, processing, and really there is a, a word that we use called training. We train the metal to remember those geometries, those different shapes, those different states in the hot and states in the cold. So someday we could have foil that can fold itself around a tuna fish salad sandwich. That's a very good example of how to use shape memory alloys. <laughs> All right. Well, sounds exciting. Congratulations on your award. Dr. Otman Benefan is Materials Research Engineer at NASA Glenn Research Center. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thank you. He's a finalist in this year's Service to America's Medal Program. We'll post a link to more information and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Listen to the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.